eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama Podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me. And today I want to talk about something that has been going on in my personal life, and I'm hoping that this will help someone going through the same thing out there. So today's episode is going to be about for dealing with stress that come along with So I was just so stumped as to what to make the episode about this week. I was like brainstorming. I was really hoping that I wasn't feeling too burnt out to put an episode out. And then I realized the reason that I feel burnt out is because we have been moving the past couple weeks. We moved houses to about like 30 minutes away from where our old house was. And we did the whole process by myself, just my husband and I. And of course, our two kiddos, but they couldn't help that much. So anyway, things have been just really stressful, I guess, the past couple weeks just with moving everything and trying to set up the new house and dealing with everything that's come along with that. So I thought I would kind of, instead of like push against that and try to pretend like I haven't been stressed out about it, I thought I would just kind of lean into it and create an episode about the stresses around moving and tips to deal with moving stress and just moving in general. So I thought that I would just make an episode about this. That way, if anyone out there is going through a similar thing, or if you're about to move, or if you're in the process of moving right now and you're listening to this, hopefully this episode will help you out. So I'm not sure if this is something that I've really said on the podcast before and shared with you guys, maybe in the episode where I pulled my husband on, but I'm really not even sure if we talked about it then, but my husband is in the military. And before that, my dad was in the army for 25 years as well. So pretty much my whole life I've spent moving around. Like I have not lived in one place for more than three years consecutively. So I'm pretty, I guess, experienced when it comes to moving. I'm very good at like adapting to change in terms of like coming to a new place, or maybe I shouldn't say I'm good with adapting to change. I eventually start to like get sick of where I am currently living. Like I was living in my old house for a year and I was already like, I need a change of scenery. We need to go somewhere. Like, babe, try to go to to Germany. He's like, no, we're staying here longer. We can't go to Germany, but we can move to a different house. So <laughs> that's what we did. So I just want to preface this by saying my husband is in the army, but this wasn't a move because of the army. This was just a move because our lease was up and we decided to move into a bigger house since we are expecting our third baby. So the tips would be a lot different if this was like an overseas move with the military. If we're ever in that position again and we ever do move overseas, I'll definitely make another episode about that because I feel like that is just a whole different ballpark than what I'm about to talk about. 
I feel like moving 30 minutes with a U-Haul has absolutely nothing compared to like moving across the ocean, waiting months for your household goods. So that's not really what I'm talking about here. If you're going through that, I've been there and I'm sending you all my love. But what I'm talking about today is just, like I said, the move that we made, which is just 30 minutes away to a bigger house. It was completely voluntary and yeah, but it was still stressful as heck. So <laughs> glad to be out of the clear with that. But here are some tips for how to make moving less stressful. So the first tip is something that I didn't really plan on doing, but we ended up doing it and it helped so, so, so much. For people that are very type A and like to plan everything out, this is probably the first thing that you would do. But for me, I'm very scatterbrained. I try to just like go with the flow and not make very structured plans for things, which probably isn't the best. But I was very, very happy that this was the one thing that I decided to make a little plan for. So the first tip is make a plan or a schedule for when things need to get done by. So for me, we had a whiteboard on our fridge and I like would put on there, okay, we move next Friday. So this week before Sunday, we have to declutter, finish all the laundry, do this and this and this. And we would make sure like everything, and it, it wasn't a bunch of stuff that, oh, should get done if we had time. Like the things that absolutely needed to get done is what I would put on the list and exactly like when they needed to get done by. So like, okay, if we hand in the keys on the second, that means that the night of the first, everything needs to be spotless. Everything in the house needs to be, you know, repainted over and blah, blah, blah. So making a set schedule for the things that need to be done, not all the things that maybe could be done if we have time, that was probably the single most thing that made this move less chaotic and that helped the most during this process. So grab a notebook or take out the notepad on your phone. And if you are going through a move or you are about to move, I suggest just writing a list of what needs to be done and when. And it will just really prevent like the scrambling and stress and chaos of feeling like you're doing everything at once on like the left. So another thing that kind of goes hand in hand with this because it's another list is make a list of things that you need to do versus things that are easy and doable to delegate. So for us, we pretty much, we didn't really want to pay to have anybody come in and landscape or paint or do any of that stuff. We were going to do all the DIY stuff ourselves, and, you know, mow the yard before we move out again ourselves, and all of that. And then we also decided to move everything ourselves instead of hiring movers. We literally rented a U-Haul for one day. And leading up to that day, I think there were like two or three days that we would take stuff over in our car. And then the one day that we had the U-Haul, we moved everything ourselves. So usually with like military moves, there are movers that do it for you. But this time, since it was a voluntary move, we would have had to pay for it, and we just did not feel like dealing with movers and having that like chaotic energy of having them move everything in like one day. So we decided to do just more of a laid-back kind of thing. But, so like I said before, make a list of the things that you can do versus things that you can delegate and that are easy to delegate. So again, for us, that was moving stuff ourselves, fixing up the stuff around the house ourselves, 
But the one thing I did not want to do after doing all the other stuff and then moving everything ourselves, I knew that we would be exhausted. I did not want to have to go back and clean the other house. That was like the one thing I told my husband. So the one thing that we delegated to an outside source during this move was cleaning. We hired an awesome cleaning team to come in and do a full move out clean. And that really took like so much, much stress off my plate. And I'm glad that I was pushy about delegating at least one thing because my husband was like, no, it'll be no big deal to like go back and clean after everything's all out. But honestly, after the the cleaning ladies came, my husband was like, babe, thank you so much for convincing me that it was okay to hire cleaners because I really would not have wanted to spend a day and a half cleaning that old house. So yeah, so delegating what you can. You don't have to delegate everything, especially if you're on a budget. Um, we definitely did not have the money to delegate movers and packers and you know the cleaning lady and all this other stuff. So for us, it was just easy to do most of it ourselves and then delegate out the cleaning and it really took a lot off of our plate, even though it was only that one single thing that we delegated. The next tip that I have for making moving less stressful is to give yourself a lot of grace. So obviously you make a schedule of things that need to get done by and like stick yourself to that. Like if you say that you need to clean the house by Tuesday night, you better get in there and clean that house by Tuesday night. That way you're not scrambling Wednesday morning to fix everything. But after what it needs to be done is done, you need to give yourself time to rest, time to just sit down and drink water or eat good food or sit on the couch for like an hour and let your body recharge because it is so stressful on your body, on your mindset. Literally moving just completely scrambles everything up, especially for the kids too. Like our oldest has been awesome with everything. He hasn't really missed the old house. He's been excited for his new room, but our one-year-old has had her entire world just completely shaken. She is usually a pretty chill baby. And ever since we moved into this house, she has just been super clingy and super just grumpy and fussy and <laughs> has been throwing a lot more tantrums. So in general, give yourself and your family grace during this process, because even if it doesn't feel stressful at first, it can start to kind of like creep up on you. Just the changes that come along with moving the being in a new environment and all of that. I know for me and my husband, at least, usually it brings up stress in me and him too. And it's hard not to kind of butt heads. So just, again, give yourself a lot of grace, give your spouse a lot of grace, give your kids a lot of grace, because moving to a new house and going into a new environment can just be stressful for all of you. The next tip is something that has been pretty hard for me, um, but that is drop the expectations of your new house looking perfect as soon as you move in. For me, my old house was set up exactly how I liked. It took so long to kind of tweak everything, get the furniture that I wanted in the exact spot that I wanted and all of the art and plants and all of that stuff. But once my house was set up, I was obsessed. Every time I walked through the door, I would just smile because it looked pretty and it made me happy. So I really immediately wanted the new house to be the same way. I wanted to immediately get my plants up and my decor up and all of that. And 
it has been very, very draining. I, I don't think that I'm like a perfectionist, but I do like things to be a certain way, especially in the house. Like now that I know my style in terms of decorating and now that I know what I like in terms of the inside of my house and interior decorating and stuff like that. I'm very particular about it. So it's been extremely stressful for me because I had these expectations that I would move in and I would get everything decorated perfectly just like it was in the old house and that I would find the perfect way to arrange all the furniture immediately. And <laughs> the expectation of the house being perfect has really just caused me to feel so much burnout and stress that is just completely unnecessary. Obviously, so for us, <laughs> it might have been stupid, but we really didn't move with any boxes. We literally got four moving boxes from a friend. And besides that, we just brought everything else like in truckloads in our SUV. So for us, it's not like we have to unpack a lot of stuff you know, everything's already in the room that it's supposed to be in. But in terms of like decor up on the walls, it's very minimal besides the living room. So for me walking into my bedroom and not having it look super cute or walking into the dining area and it just feeling dull because there's not colorful art and a colorful rug and all of that stuff yet, it has really just taken a huge damper on my mental health. So if you're kind of the same way when it comes to your surroundings, I encourage you to try to just drop that expectation that the house is going to be perfect as soon as you move in. Because again, that's caused me so much stress. And this past week, or actually, no, I don't want to lie. The past couple days, I've kind of just let that go. And I've told myself, it's okay if it takes a few weeks or even a month or two to get the house back to exactly how we like it and not putting that pressure on myself anymore and not literally trying to scramble and move all this furniture while I'm like 12 weeks pregnant and try to just tell myself that everything has to look perfect. Not dealing with that stress anymore the past couple days has literally lightened my load so much. So yeah, definitely try to drop expectations of perfectionism. It's okay if it takes a while for things to go back to how they were and to go back to, I guess, just feeling like home, if that makes sense. Like it might take a little bit for you to get used to your surroundings, to find a way to rearrange the furniture in a way that like makes sense for your family. And that's totally okay. Know that even if everything is not already up on the walls and arranged in the absolute most perfect most most like feng shui way possible it's okay you and your family are in your new house you are safe you guys have a roof over your head and it will get to the amazing beautiful home that you want it to be soon so just don't try to stress the small stuff and don't try to stress it too much the last tip that i have for you is my probably favorite and it is to start a little tradition, especially if you move frequently because of your job or your spouse's job. And this is especially fun if you have kids. And that is to start a tradition on the first night in your new house. So I don't really know. It's not like we ever decided like, oh, this is going to be our tradition, but it's just always played out to when, when we get settled, this is the first thing that we want to do in the new house. So that tradition for my family is to have a pizza night on the first night that we sleep in our new house. 
I guess that's like assuming that we don't get in at two in the morning like we did when we moved over to Korea. But both when we first moved to Fort Bragg in general, which is where we're living now, and then the first night in this new house that we just moved to, we have ordered from our favorite pizza place and we just kind of enjoy each other's company, eat some good pizza, and just enjoy the fact that we are together and are safe under one roof in our new house. And it kind of just starts the whole journey of living in this new house off on a good foot of just a happy little family moment. And I'm hoping that this this is something that like my kids will remember that, oh, since dad was in the army and we had to move all the time, every night in the first night of the new house, we would get pizza. So I'm hoping it's something that my kids remember. If not, hey, it's an excuse to get some Papa John's. So um, yeah, so starting a little tradition on the first night in your new house or even like the first weekend, just having a little kind of housewarming party, I guess, for yourself. For me, at least, that was like such a peak in the experience because moving was so stressful. Everything leading up to the move was so stressful. So when we finally had beds and furniture in the new house and we were able to sleep in our new house for the first time, it's just such a happy moment, I guess. It's a very big sigh of relief when you're not dealing with that anymore or dealing with the majority of the stress anymore. And so just ending that, the journey on that high note of having a pizza party or something else that's fun like that, for me, it was a great way to de-stress and just make a happy memory amidst all the chaos. So there you have it. There are a few tips to deal with moving and the stresses that come along with moving, or at least I guess what has helped me through this move and things that I think could help other people going through the same thing. So I hope that If you're listening to this and you are in the middle of a move or you're about to move or you just moved, I hope that you got something out of this episode. I hope that it helped you a little bit. And if you're not moving now, but you plan on moving sometime in the next year or whatever, save this episode and come back to it then. That way you have some tips in your pocket on how to have a less stressful move or at least how to deal with the stressfulness that comes along with moving. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. If you're trying to live a more eco-friendly life and you don't really know where to start, go to unrootedmama.com slash guide and you can download my completely free PDF Unrooted Living Guide, which is literally just a guide that I made for you on how to live a more sustainable and mindful life. It's packed full of great information, super easy tips that pretty much anyone could implement into their own lives, and then some of my favorite sustainable swaps. So go download that. It's completely free, and I promise that if you're trying to live more environmentally friendly, this will help boost you on your journey. So again, you can get your free Unrooted Living Guide at unrootedmama.com slash guide. If you haven't downloaded that yet, go do it now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time.